0: What number is this, Chip? Episode 116. Gee whiz. Mike and Mickey on tour. New Monkeys merchandise. Jody Ritson joins us at Zilch and a look at 10 songs that every non Monkeys fan should check out. <laughs> okay, no, I mean, like, don't get excited, man. It's because I'm short. I know. Zilch. Zilch.
1: You're listening to Zilch, a Monkeys podcast.
0: Welcome back to your podcast full of monkeys, Zilch. I'm Ken Mills, one of your hosts here today. Later we'll be joined by Christine Carlson-Wolf and Jody Ritson. Michael A. Vintronella will be joining us and he'll be talking about at least 10 songs that every non-Monkeys fan should check out. If you ever want to have a good list of some songs you can try to turn on some non-Monkey fans to some cool Monkeys music, this is a good primer. But what's happening right now in the world of monkeys news, there is tons of stuff going on. The monkeys present the Mike Nesmith and Mickey Dolan show is live and across the country, tearing it up. Everybody's having a good time at the shows, a lot of good stuff. For those of you who are trying to hide from set list, you might want to skip ahead for a minute. But here's you might want to skip ahead. Here is the newest set list right now. Starts off with Good Clean Fun, Last Train to Clarksville, Sunny Girlfriend, Mary Mary, For Pete's Sake, Steppin' Stone, You Just May Be the One, The Girl That I Knew Somewhere, Circle Sky, As We Go Along, Porpoise Song, Me and Magdalena, then an acoustic set, Papa Jean's Blues, Randy Scouse Git, Nine Times Blue, I'll Spend My Life With You, Different Drum, Break, then back with Take a Giant Step, Anties Municipal Court, Sweet Young Thing, Going Down, Daydream Believer, What Am I Doing Hanging Around, Pleasant Valley Sunday with the encores of, Listen to the Band, and I'm a Believer. Chock full of great monkeys goodness that you don't always get to hear when you've seen the monkeys live in the past. So this is a really interesting tour and you need to check it out. There's a bunch of great new merchandise that you can buy that is exclusive to this tour. Excellent tour book, and we want to do a special thanks to We Want the Monkeys Dave Galvin. He put up an audience recording of the complete show at Harris Lake Tahoe and Stateline, Nevada on June 9th, 2018. Check it out over at We Want the Monkeys. We'd also like to thank TheMonkeysLiveAlmanac.com for updating daily this wonderful tour and what's been going on so check it out get out there and see this while you can it's just amazing the bands on fire everybody's great peter torque recently put up a sample of him singing this beatles classic i got a chip
2: on my shoulder that's bigger than my feet i can't talk to the people that i meet if i could see her now I try to make her sad somehow, but I can't So I'll cry instead Don't wanna cry when there's people there I get shy when they start to stare I'm gonna lock myself away, hey But I'll be back again someday When I do you would better, hide on the girls I'm gonna break their hearts all around the world Yeah, I'm gonna break them in two going to show you what your loving man can do, but till then, I'll cry instead.
0: Until then, I'll cry
2: instead.
0: Sounds great. Peter is in great voice again, and just, just love to hear that. He's just enjoying his summer and having a great time. So check out Monkey's Live Almanac. They have their pulse on all things Monkey. And of course, check our Zilch, the Facebook page, and on Twitter. It's a great time to be a Monkees fan, and without further ado, let's turn it over to Michael A. Ventronella, who's going to give you a list of songs for non-Monkey fans to check out. Take it away, Michael.
3: This is Michael A. Ventronella, one of the authors of "Long Title," "Looking for the Good Times," and "Examining the Monkey Song One by One," and you're listening to Zilch. I'm Michael Leventrella and here's my list of 10 Monkey songs that non-monkeys fans should check out. Back about 2 years ago when Good Times came out, I did a blog post about the top 10 great monkey songs you've probably never heard. And this was aimed towards people who are not like us, people who are not monkeys fans who probably only know the big hits, only hear the things on the radio. So my goal was to write a top 10 list for people who aren't necessarily monkeys fans to show them why they should be monkeys fans. The monkeys were highly influential on me when I was a child. While some kids in the 60s wanted to grow up and be astronauts or James Bond, I wanted to be in a rock and roll band where we all lived in the same house and had wacky adventures. So I taught myself to play guitar and was in a number of bands over the years as the bassist. And strangely enough, one of my college bands actually ended up all living in the same house. We practiced in the basement, but our adventures weren't quite as wacky. Anyway, the music of the Monkees really influenced me a lot more than the TV show, but how could the music not be good? They had the greatest songwriters and backing musicians available at the time, and the guys in the band had something to do with it as well, of course. You know, Mike's guitar work on Pleasant Valley Sunday, Peter's keyboard on uh, Daydream Believer, not to mention the influence Mike had on creating country rock. We can't downplay the influence of the actual Monkees themselves. Uh, they had some reunion albums that every now and then that weren't very good, and then in twenty sixteen, Good Times came out, and I wanted to do a primer for people who aren't Monkeys fans to show them why they should be and hopefully why they'd buy Good Times as well. So I came up with a top ten list, which includes songs from the original albums, to show what songs you probably should listen to and maybe hopefully be impressed by to say, hey, these aren't just some, you know, T V band which doesn't have some sort of influence on us. A lot of the songs on my list are actually written by the monkeys themselves, too, which I think is important. Let's start. Most people only know the hits from the 60s, but there are some great album tracks that should not be missed, and in no particular order. I'm going to start with the Porpoise Song. Now, the Porpoise Song was a single, but it bombed, which is very sad because it's a great piece of Psychedelica written by Carole King and Jerry Goffin. This was a theme to the movie Head. That's Leon Russell on Keyboard's and it is a wonderful, wonderful piece of music that everyone should listen to. on my list is The Girl I Knew Somewhere which was the B-side to A Little Bit Me A Little Bit You it never appeared on the album until some greatest hits collections came along this was written by Mike Nesmith and it was the first song that all the monkeys really played on Peter's keyboard solo is excellent and you can really see that he was definitely the best musician in the band Third on my list is Shorty Blackwell. Shorty Blackwell was Mickey's masterpiece. He was writing some vast thing that later would become the kind of song that Bohemian Rhapsody would turn into with all these different parts that wrap together, change tempo constantly. And and it's quite interesting to me. This is one of my favorite songs, but you either love it or hate it. If you get my book, I go on for pages and pages about it because I really enjoy it. It shifts tempo. It even switches to 5-4 at the end, and it is never boring.
2: I'm feeling very bad today Another cat came in to stay He's eating all my food He's speaking very crude He's gonna change the mood I'm feeling very bad today Followed me around but never touched the ground. What can I say? He built a house upon a hill. Ask him if he's happy and then give him a pill. He's going mad. He bought another car today.
3: is Going Down. Going Down was the B-side of Daydream Believer. This was written by all four monkeys, and Mike and Peter are playing guitars, and Mickey's vocals are just amazing here. And let me just say, as a little aside, it's amazing that at his age he still is wonderful. I can't wait to see him in concert in a few weeks.
2: Suck it to me. Throwing in the river with a saturated liver and I wish could forgive her, but I do believe she meant it when she told me to forget it, and I bet she will forget it when you find me in the morning wet and drowned. The wood gets round I'm going down I'm going down I'm coming up for air It's pretty stuff under there I'd like to say I didn't care But I forgot to leave a note And it's so hard to stay afloat so soaking wet without a boat. And I knew I should have Taken off my shoes It's front page news Going down
3: Daily Nightly is the next one. That's written by Mike. And as his way at the time, it has a lot of trippy words that don't really mean anything and a title that doesn't even get used in the song. Mickey plays the synthesizer here, making its first appearance on a pop record. This was uh, before the Beatles used it in Abbey Road. Uh, And it's, you know, mostly in this song, they're just trying to make it for weird sounds. But it's a wonderful song underneath it all. another mickey song that i really like which is mommy and daddy this is mickey's protest song it's very short goes to the point once more has a lot of different parts to it uh, the company made him rewrite it though uh, because the lyrics were too strong he had lines in there like uh, ask your mommy and daddy who shot at jfk things like that right now let's let's play that that version instead of the version that ended up on the album
2: ask your mommy and daddy what happened to them.
3: fan of Mike's country rock, although I admire its writing. I mean, I really, it is, he writes really, really good songs. It's just not my type of music. But While I Cry is, in my opinion, the best of them. Uh, It was one of his better country rock songs, clever lyrics, more than one bridge, and then it ends right before it ever becomes boring. I'm very sad that this hasn't shown up more on Greatest Hits Collections. (music)
2: They told me what you'd do if I ever stayed with you. They told me that you'd laugh while I cried. They told me what you'd say, that you'd turn and walk away. And find another place to play While I cried. Now I think back on those times I didn't read between the lines How all the things that you said Never seemed to match the things you did
3: I'm a big fan of Carol King. She wrote some of the Monkees' best songs, "Pleasant Valley Sunday," "Porpoise Song," "Sometime in the Morning," and then there's this one, "Star Collector." This one's about groupies. Something Davy certainly had some experience in when he was singing it. Now, as you know, if you read my book, Davy is my least favorite monkey. He was a little bit too much Broadway, not enough rock and roll. But he does a wonderful job on this, and he was perfect for it. I think he does it much better than if Mickey had sang it, for instance. There's a very long solo at the end that was the second use of a synthesizer on a prop record. And uh, there's a longer version that you can get on some of the outtakes uh, that isn't quite as good. Hello. (gasps) Hello. Give Peter some credit here. He was definitely the best musician in the group, although he obviously did not have the best vocals and uh, did not necessarily write the best songs. But this one is wonderful, along with uh, Can You Dig It, which was also on the Head album. This one is long titled Do I Have to Do This All Over Again? I just love the way it's organized. There's a different lead section, than the rest of the song, and a great bass line, and a nice title, too, which we stole for our book, and obviously it was from the Head movie. <laughs> is another one written by Mike with uh, another meaningless words and a title that has nothing to do with the song Mike and Mickey are both singing this if you listen closely you can hear their voices mixing Uh, they were indeed smoking a lot of strange weeds in those days I am thrilled to find out that they're going to be performing this live in concert so I'm looking forward to hearing that number 11, because I wasn't quite sure whether people had heard this. I mean, it was a single in England where it was called Alternate Title, uh, and it was uh, quite popular. And you heard it on the show a lot, but not everyone has heard this song. So I added Randy Skowski. This is another one that Mickey wrote. um, So that gives me three Mickey songs on this list. It's one of my favorites. Uh, I didn't know if it was obscure enough for a hit, but it is just a wonderful song that once more, actually, you could probably hear Queen in this if you listen closely.
2: She's a wonderful lady and she's mine, all mine. And there doesn't seem a way that she won't come and lose my mind. It's too easy humming songs to a girl in yellow dress. It's been a long time since the party and the room is in a mess the Trying to tell her that I shortly have to leave Why don't you be me?
3: The time I wrote this list. Of course, Good Times came out and uh, there are some wonderful, wonderful songs on Good Times. The first of that is called She Makes Me Laugh. And that was a single off the album by Rivers Cuomo, who is just uh, another great band. I like Weezer. The, one of the great things about Good Times, of course, is just like the old albums, they got some of the best songwriters of the day to write the songs for them. So, of course, it's a great album. Good Times is definitely one of my top three favorite monkeys albums. Perfect song for the monkeys.
2: Silly messages and pictures Directing traffic in the mall Or buzzing with some brand new shoes She never fails to surprise
3: Second on my good times list would be Loves What I Want, which is another Andy Partridge song. And one of the fun things about this song is as it's fading out, of course, Mickey starts singing bits from Randy Git, which just made me crack up when I heard it. I thought it was just perfect. I don't know if that was Andy's idea or Mickey's idea or maybe the producer's idea.
2: Loves What I Want Love's what I want, what I want for a song Love's what I want, what I want for a song Yes, man, it's what want, the only way to live for a song Love's what I want, what I want for a song Yes, man, it's the only way to live
3: third great song is You Bring the Summer. If I listed my three favorite, two of them would be by Andy Partridge, who, of course, was the leader of XTC and one of my favorite bands, and I think a wonderful songwriter. I'll
2: bring the chips and the
3: so that's my list I hope you enjoyed it obviously your list would be completely different and honestly if I were to make another list today it might have different songs on it because you can't just limit it to 10 good songs there are are many many good monkey songs once again this is Michael Ventrella, and I wrote a book with Mark Arnold called Long Title Looking for the Good Times Examining the Monkey Song One by One which is available on Amazon Barnes and Noble and at your favorite bookseller so now let's get back to more Monkeying Around with Zilch
0: We love it when the monkeys community gets together. Whether it's a concert, a monkeys jam, a monkeys convention, a zilch meetup, or whatever. It's just great to see monkey fans doing things together and also doing things for one another. Jody Ritson is joining us and we're going to talk about monkeys fans paying it forward. That's right, times when monkeys fans go out of their way to help one another and to do some good things. I know I was touched when our own Sarah Clark helped out with the heart for Zach, and we've been involved in so many other cool things. And it's good to see that Love is Understanding is not just something that we heard in a song back in the 60s, but it's something that's real and is still happening. Eric Monkeyman came all the way from Australia to see the monkeys and to hang out in L.A., and Jody Ritson made his fan dream come true that he could finally get the fourth signature from Michael Nesmith on his Monkey's Tambourine. And that may seem like a silly thing to be worked up about it, but the smile that we saw on Eric's face reminds us all of why we got into this band and what we get out of it. So without further ado, let's turn it over to Christine Carlson-Wolf and Jody Ritson. So without further ado, let's welcome Christine Carlson-Wolf. Hi, everybody. And Jody Ritson to Zilch. Hi,
1: guys.
4: Yes, your ears are not deceiving you. She is here.
1: (laughs) Ken, how are you feeling?
4: I'm doing great. I feel with my hands, right? That's, that's the way it, that old joke goes. Uh, Padum pump, right? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm doing really well. Uh, I can't complain.
1: Nobody wants to hear you complain anyway. They just want to hear about the monkeys.
4: That's right. I'm just happy to be alive during these exciting times that we're in if you're a monkeys fan, right?
1: Well, it was not your time because we still had all these tours and meet and greets and bowling things and karaoke. So, no, it just wasn't a good time for you to leave the planet, I guess.
4: Well, I'm, I'm, I'm down with that. I'm, I'm happy with that. <laughs> now, today we're going to talk about paying it forward as Monkey fans. And we're also going to do a little recap of our thoughts on good times two years later. So not only are the monkeys on tour right now, but you have some really cool stuff going on, and you have something that we call paying it forward, or is, is that a fair way to put it? Monkeys fan, pay it forward?
1: Yeah, it, I mean, it wasn't something that I really understood what was going on, because normally when I have the opportunity to be involved in putting something together for a fan where they meet one of the guys or, or something happens and they want to thank me for going out of my way, what can, you know, let me go buy you a drink. You know, I owe you. No, no, no. Nobody owes me anything. I do this from the bottom of my heart. What I always tell people, do something nice for somebody else and pay it forward. And I've been doing that, I guess, for about three or four years now. That's just been what I say. It wasn't Something I thought about too much. And then the other day, about a week and a half ago, this woman who I had talked about before, who I met in, she started, I met her in, um, at Chiller. She was having a panic attack when Nez was coming out. And I took the woman and I got her calmed down. I mean, the, the ambulance came and everything. People thought she was having a heart attack. But I understood what was going on. I understood she was having a panic attack, not a heart attack. And I spent a long time with her. I calmed her down. I had this, this was a a whole thing that I don't, I don't need to worry you with, but it was a whole thing that happened. And, and Nez was so gracious to this woman that if people want to say a hundred nasty things about anybody in their life, this will never, ever convinced me of anything short of this man is amazing and a couple weeks ago she said to me Jody I will never forget what you did for me and and it's changed my life it's changed my attitude it's changed my way of pushing myself to do things and not being so afraid and she said I want to do what you said and I want to pay it forward and I want to treat somebody to the Steel City Comic Con, where Nez is going to be, so that if they couldn't go because of money or something, they now can go. And I and I just stood there, and I was like, oh, my God, wow. And then, oddly enough, that same night, I didn't even get the chance to announce it. That same night, another gentleman said, this was all coincidence, he's, I get a message, and he's in California, and he says, "Jody," he said, a couple years ago, you hooked me up with a ticket to the Saratoga show, and you made that possible for me. I wasn't able to go. When I got there, somebody else gave me a meet and greet. That never would have happened without you. I have an extra ticket to a show. Like you told me, pay it forward. I want to give it away. And I, my husband came home from work, and I said, you're not going to believe the day I've had. And it meant so much to me. Well... After I started announcing that, these two opportunities came up. I started getting bombarded with people who were, we want to do this too. I could have sold this, but I would rather give it away. And that's what's been happening. Fans are giving to other fans. And it just, it happened very naturally without persuasion or anything else. But they are the ones that actually have made this happen. It was only a suggestion that I had made originally to people, but I don't ever think people are listening to me, but this is what's been happening. So people with extra tickets, people with extra opportunities, they have been offering them to the fans. So as soon as I get word of that, I go and I reach out The you know, I've had some people that have dominated themselves, you know that they want to be the recipient of a full paid trip to California, which that's not exactly what it is. but it's stuff from the bottom of our heart that we can do. It's the little things. and and I appreciate every single time somebody reaches out to me to, to offer that. It's incredible. Well, it's really
4: cool when you see people sharing something they love, right? I mean, I know that that's one of the best things about being in a fan community. Uh, And really, that's really all Zilch, Texas Prairie, Chicken Home Companion podcast is all about. That's what the Monkeys Conventions is all about, is all enjoying this together. There was a time when we all felt like we were alone, right? Like we were the only nerdy person in school that loved the monkeys, right? Absolutely.
1: You know, not only, I have said this a thousand times, maybe a million times at this point, it's the first time that you can have a conversation with somebody and it's like you're talking piglet. Because if you meet any random people in your life and you say to them, oh, my God, I really wish they had played Shorty Blackwell, people are going to look at you and go, what are you talking about? But if I went to anything with any monkeys fan and I said that exact same thing, it's like you're speaking a language that nobody else ever understood there's a philosophy. There's all, and, and this is the first fandom, I guess, um, I've ever been involved in. I've never been a big fan of anybody, but the monkeys, and I'm not the most knowledgeable and I don't pretend to be the most knowledgeable. You know what? I, I don't analyze their stuff. I just love them for making me smile. I love their music. I'm not as involved in the show As other fans are, I've always said I love their music. I've forgotten so much trivia that I used to know. I think that originally when when we all had talked years ago, there was a little misunderstanding. People don't realize we do all these things out of kindness, not out of getting paid, not out of money. So the things that all of us do is because we want to see this continue and we're all volunteers in this big monkey project and that's the main thing that i think is starting to take off because you know i tend to stay away from political things i never get involved on my page about political things or current events unless it's something that would affect us in a positive way because if you want to see people fight and complain and hate on one another there are 500 million facebook pages for that i just want to see people having a good time so Even though something horrible may be happening in the world, I don't feel it's my responsibility to talk about that right now. I want to talk about the stuff that makes us happy. And this is making me happy, seeing fans be strangers and meet fans from all over the world with other strangers. Last night, I'll I'll tell you real quick, you know, I don't know this Eric who lives in Australia. But I've been following Eric from Australia, as all of us have, with his big collection. And I'd heard him say that he'd never had the opportunity to meet Nez. And he never asked me for anything. You know, it it, it wasn't trying to do anything that I wouldn't normally do. But he made an excellent point that has sat with me for about a month now, that this will probably be the only opportunity he'll ever have to see Michael Nesmith. And there's a zillion reasons why that's that's the case but he himself will never have opportunity again so me I start nagging Nez over and over and over again to meet this guy and so I was lucky enough to be told that yes that can happen and he'll meet him in California and then I messaged him to ask if he was excited and of course he's excited and he's with a guy who traveled from Australia also and I said can you call me on video? And he did. And I said to the guy, I said, hey, listen, I have a big favor for you. I need you to take pictures and all this kind of stuff. And he goes, okay. And I said, you you are going to meet Nez too, you know. And seeing this natural reaction of a guy who's probably 50 years old, you know, the shock and excitement. I, I don't I don't need anything other than that in my life because that's what makes me happy. Seeing people happy. Yep, And and this is working for all of us. We're seeing relationships. Boyfriend, girlfriends, 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 boyfriends, boyfriends, friends. I mean, look, my best friend's in England. I met her through all of this. So there's more to this than just the monkeys. I say they bring us together, but they don't keep us together. That's our job.
4: Yeah, exactly. They're the glue. Really, we are the ones that keep it going in a way.
1: We are. And I'm not saying
4: that. We as Zilch or we as Jody, I'm talking about we the fans. We the fans keep the monkeys going in a way.
5: We give them the energy that that so they understand that they're appreciated and that their efforts are are welcomed, and that's human nature. Everybody wants to feel like what they're putting out in the world is is being appreciated by somebody, and when and when it is, it gives us the energy to keep going.
1: But don't underestimate what you guys have done and what every one of us volunteers have done, because what we're also doing is the guys need us too. The guys need us because we keep everybody excited. We keep everybody informed, you know, because, you know, this isn't 1966 where there's a newspaper that says once a week. Everybody goes to the newspaper. There's so many different forms of communication these days, too much, so that things are getting lost actually because there's too much. Right. So the guys actually need us to get out there and keep this community involved so that when they tour, it does sell out. So when we do meet and greets, people do show up. So we do, we have a responsibility, and they appreciate. I cannot tell you enough times because we've had private conversations Mickey and Mike appreciate the band Cersei and Christian everybody appreciates the fact that we keep everybody motivated they can't tell get a ticket to this concert because that would look terrible but we can you know we can say you have no idea what you're missing so that's what we we have to continue to do you know for years to come
4: well that's excellent and one of the things that is really cool like for example we do the buttons on zilch and you're always doing stuff on your Facebook pages but you also are wanting people to make posters and this is something that we used to do back in the day you know you'd show up at a concert and you'd have a some sort of a uh, for a sign or something and people would take signs to concerts yeah yes even paintings I (laughs) I know someone who did that so Jody you've actually kind of trying to spearhead the poster return the return of the poster at concerts
1: the poster board people are going to love you yeah (laughs) the poster board people will love me and the people behind the poster board people will hate me (laughs) I'm pretty confident that we are getting very close to finding out that there's just no more tours because it's just Mm -hmm. bound to happen and I really want people to pretend they are kids again and remember what that's like. Too many people go to concerts and they sit and they sit and they don't move and they don't sing and they don't interact. But I think it's contagious. I know that sometimes I'll get up and I'll just start dancing like an idiot. You know, I'll go to the side of the stage, but I'll start dancing. And then as soon as I start dancing, Other people get up and start dancing, and then other people start dancing. And then by the time it's over, we're at the stage, and Mickey's singing to us, and he's pointing, I'm a believer, you know, then I saw her face, and he's pointing at us, and, you know, and it becomes, you become fun. You become 20 again. You become 16 again. That's what I want people to do. Let your guard down. Go into AC Moore Michaels. Go into Walgreens. Get a poster board write something on there. Let's let it be 1966. Let it be 1986. Let's show these guys because, you know, they can't hear us and they can barely see us. But if we can stick a poster up that tells them we love you, we love you, Mickey, we love you, Mike. Thank you. Thank you for the years. I think that there's something to that. And I would really love everybody to get on board doing that and showing them We are one of the very unique, and Kiss, I think, uh, you know, speaking of Kiss, I think Kiss does this too. There's such a wide variety of ages of fans. And and one of the things that Mickey and Nez are always so surprised, more Nez now, because he wasn't out as much as Mickey, is seeing the different generations of fans, that it's a grandmother, a mother, a kid, and her child, all singing the same song. And I think that showing them I've been a fan since '66, since '86, since '96. There's something to that in in all of us coming together, being at one place. So I'm encouraging the old fashioned signs, but at the same time, I'm prefacing don't be ignorant to the people behind you. Hold them up above your head. Do it when it's the right thing to do. I can't even believe that I have to say that. But, you know, I'm not trying to make people mad. I'm trying to make people remember what it was like to be fun, to smile, have a good time.
4: Yeah, exactly. Fan how you want, but be,
1: be kind and be cool. Simple as that. Yes. Courteous. You know, I do understand not everybody can physically get up and dance, but if you can, do it. You know what the worst thing is gonna happen is you're gonna be in bed the next day in pain because you pulled the muscle, but you're gonna be smiling talking about the show. So that's the goal. It's
4: a great goal. Me, I personally dance in my chair, but that's me. You know, I, I love to. <laughs> do, I'm one of the best chair dancers you'll ever meet. If they ever do, this chair, is true. Yeah, if they ever do chair dancing with the stars, I'm probably gonna take the, the trophy home. But that's just me. <laughs> Now, Jody, I understand that you're doing something very cool and unique, and for the last four shows of this current Monkees tour with Mike and Mickey in 2018, you're going to be doing four fan show parties at the last four shows of the Mike and Mickey tour, correct?
1: Yes, we have a fan party after the Keswick, the Beacon, The Paramount and Closing Night, the Count Basie. And all the parties are within seconds of walking from where the venues are. Everything can be found on my website, monkeymeetandgreets.com. And um, members of the band are going to come and hang out with us. We're going to drink. We're going to have giveaways. We're going to have a great time. It's a great time for friends to meet one another that maybe never had the face-to-face. And when you're all hyped up after the show, it gives you a great place to go and just kind of calm down a little bit and talk about it with people that care because there isn't anything worse than going home, being all excited, and you're like, let me tell you about the show, and nobody cares. And then Mickey and I, were are doing giveaways for to raise money for Make-A-Wish. So there's also a message that we're trying to... And that we're using every opportunity we can to raise money for this charity that Mickey is so passionate about.
4: That's fantastic. Very great. And I understand that Rhino is letting you set up in the lobby for these shows, correct?
1: Yeah, can you believe it? I'm, that I'm is actually, awesome. I've been giving, I've been given permission from Rhino because of how I work with the guys on their solo projects and they're allowing me to give out postcards from Mickey and Mike on their solo shows. There's going to be more announced, of course, but Mickey's solo shows and then the new F&B tour that is coming.
4: F&B, that sounds naughty. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) This is something that I really think is cool. You're going to have these life-sized things of mike and mickey from back in the 60s there right
1: <laughs> yes i'm that person i have six foot two life-size uh, cardboard standees that will be in with me in the lobby for and then at the after shows to take pictures with the guys so that fans can just like the old sweet 16s and bar mitzvahs from back in the day i have i have them and i'm very excited to uh have everybody take pictures with them. That'll be a lot of fun.
4: That's going to be really cool. Yeah, you can get your pic taken with uh, Mike and Mickey from the 60s. That's uh, that's pretty amazing. <laughs> Throwback. Yep. Now, at these four fan show parties that you're doing on the last four dates, you're also doing something involving some sort of giveaway?
1: Yes. Everybody that uh, is coming to the shows, you have to purchase a ticket The tickets are $20 and that covers the room rental fee and it covers giving a donation to Make-A-Wish. Everybody who is coming is automatically entered in a raffle so that somebody will win an opportunity to sing with Mickey doing our karaoke project in Boston. Somebody is going to be our guest uh, in the suite with Mickey and his family and friends at the baseball game at Citizens Bank Park. And I've got other giveaway stuff. Um, but those will be available at all four shows. So it's not one person. Four people will be will be picked to be able to go and be a part of these literally once-in-a-lifetime things.
4: Oh, that is awesome. Now, there's some cool events coming up for the guys. I see here that we have the Phillies game, July 1st, with Mickey Dolans. Yes. He's singing the National Anthem.
1: Mickey is singing the National Anthem, and we have a suite that we're going to be we are renting. Mickey's family is going to be there, and Mickey gave me a certain amount of tickets to be able to invite fans. And it's all-you-can-eat, all-you-can-drink, and Mickey's going to do the National Anthem and come up and party with us. I got baseball shirts. I got baseballs that are being autographed by Mickey. It's going to be so much fun.
4: And then Mickey will be at the Northeast Comic-Con. July 6th, 7th, and 8th in Boston.
1: Not only will Mickey be there, but we're also doing karaoke, the one night, and we're having a head screening where Mickey's going to do a QA with that. And my, I'm bringing my friend Barry Williams, who um, was Greg Brady on the Brady Bunch. Uh-huh. And he is entering another thing that I thought up, and it's doing the Twist and Shout challenge. He's going to actually do karaoke, Twist and Shout with Mickey. In helps to uh, raise money from Make a Wish. So that's <laughs> fun.
5: That's awesome. Yeah.
4: So just to underline it Barry Williams, Greg Brady from the Brady Bunch, and Mickey Dolenz, and that's July 7th. And where's that
1: at? It's going to be at the Northeast Comic Con. It's actually closer to New England, but it's Boston. And there's like a $20 ticket. The $20 ticket gets you the movie to head, the weekend Comic Con. And um, and to be a, a person at the karaoke, um, I still have like two spots left. If anybody would like to sing for with Mickey, um, you get to sing two songs with him. Um, we're doing that there, and it's going to be a whole weekend. Mr. Peterman from the show Seinfeld is going to be there, and one of the Ramones is going to be there. It's going to be a lot of fun. People should definitely check it out.
4: Wow, sounds like a blast. And speaking of conventions, Nez is going to be at the Steel City Comic-Con in August. Yes. And this is his only appearance at a Comic-Con or a signing event throughout the
1: year, right? Yes. He's going to be at the Steel City Comic-Con, and it's the only time he'll be meeting with fans this year doing a Comic-Con. Now, there will be meet and greets with the F&B Tour, but this is going to be the only Comic-Con appearance that he does.
5: Speaking of that, that was just announced. We've seen evidence online that there's a flyer being handed out at the Mike and Mickey shows now with all the the tour dates for the F&B Tour. What can you tell us about that?
1: The F&B Tour is the tickets will be on sale soon. Everybody should subscribe to VideoRanch.com. Or to my website, monkeymeetandgreets.com, because all the information, as soon as it's available, will be uh, sent to everybody. Yeah, Nez is doing East Coast shows, and meet and greets will be available. And he'll, he's taken out the same band that he took last time, only he's coming to our town, finally.
5: Very Yay! Good. Yeah, act- So watch, as Jody said the VideoRanch.com website and her monkey and website as well for all of those dates and, and information.
1: Yeah, I'm very excited.
4: Very good. We also have a bunch of other things coming up and this is just from now to September. Got a Mickey weekend in California, August 17th through the 19th with karaoke August 17th benefiting the West Hills and Topanga Police Department. That is pretty cool. So tell us a little bit about that.
1: Coco had reached out to me and she had said that they wanted to raise money for the police department. And what did I think about doing karaoke out there? Mickey's very involved with the police in the area. And all the proceeds are going to be uh, given to the West Hills and Topanga Police Department. And so I decided that maybe what I should do is – Um, do a whole weekend there. So we discussed it, uh, Mickey and Coco and I, and we're going to do Bowling with Mickey for Make-A-Wish on that Friday night, which is August 17th. August 18th, we're going to see the Monkey Star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, and then we're going to have lunch at the Hard Rock Cafe. We're going to come back to the hotel Everything is being chaperoned like by bus and, and everything else. We're then going to go back to the hotel. We have karaoke at night uh, with Mickey and who have the opportunity to sing with Coco as well. Oh. And then the next day we're taking a bus and we're going to see Coco's one-woman show that Nikki performs in as well. So it's going to be a whole weekend. I'm very excited. That sounds like a great time.
4: Yeah, definitely, and it's always cool to see Coco's One Woman Show, which is August 19th. What's this Bowling with Mickey for Make-A-Wish on August 17th?
1: Well, you know, we were going to do a meet-and-greet or party or something like that. We were talking about it, and where we're staying, there's a bowling alley. And just joking around, I said to Mickey, I said, what if we have a bowling party? And he goes, you know I bowl, right? And I said, no. And he said, I have a ball, I have shoes, the whole thing. And I said, (laughs) really? I said, okay. And he goes, I'd love to do that, but it's got to be for Make-A-Wish. And I said, okay, no problem. So that's how it started. You know, so we'll make teams and somebody's going to be on Nikki's team and somebody's going to, I don't know, maybe be on my team, be on Coco's team and whoever else I can get there. And we're going to bowl and drink and, and have a great time. I am having
5: the best visual now of Mike's sparkly Jimmy Choo's and Mickey's bowling shoes. <laughs> I love it. I'm Iconic so footwear in monkey <laughs>
1: I'm very excited.
4: Wow. So you've got a full docket coming up and not to mention there's this monkeys tour on top of everything. It, it's just one of those things that for, uh, you know, you know, I've said this time and time again on the show that uh, the monkeys weren't thought of as a band or being real or whatever. But for something that's not real, it sure has lasted a hell of a long time. And it's been the fans along with the guys in the band that have kept this thing together. People at Rhino, Andrew Sandoval, all of us. It's all been a great, great community and I'm proud to be part of it.
1: Yeah,
5: you know, in, in twenty sixteen, when the, we celebrated the fiftieth anniversary with their big tour and the amazing album, didn't a lot of us think that maybe that was the last hurrah? And and here we are, two years later, still talking about new events and and the great music that they put out on Good
4: Times in twenty sixteen. So, uh-huh.
1: it's pretty incredible. They're like the Energizer Bunnies; they don't stop.
4: Well, who would have thought that we would have seen Nez seemingly coming back stronger than he hasn't in, in forever. He seems to be more interested in getting out there whether it be with FNB or with with Mickey or whatever, and it's it's great to see it. Now, two years ago we were blessed with a very good album and I kind of want to talk about this because you know these things will come and go and we don't really realize it like it's hard to believe it's only been two years it, it seems like it was six months ago you know what I mean so much has happened life is so hectic life is so busy and it seems like that album just came out doesn't it Jody?
1: it does because it's still fresh in my head that's for sure
5: Absolutely. I'm st- I, it's still on uh, heavy rotation in my car CD player. I've, I randomly it popped up yesterday. It was so fresh and I could still anticipate every next song and uh, it was it was wonderful to hear it all again.
1: I just listened to it yesterday when I was cleaning my house. I love that album. It's actually my yep. favorite Monkees album. Dollar for Dollar that's my favorite.
4: Well, what makes it your favorite Monkees album, Jody?
1: almost every song just makes me smile. I don't know. I mean I don't I, I don't know what I love about it so much, but I, I just love it. Everything sounds summery and happy and not complicated and I just like the flow of it and I love the song choices on it. Two years later I still partial to hipster. I still play that every time I travel and I get in a rental car, I open up the windows and I have hipster blasting and when I went out to Video Ranch, I was driving in Monterey and I had the windows open and that song blasting. You know, I was so cool playing the monkeys, you know, on the on the road. But it was just it's to me just my favorite album. I love that song. Something about it. it. Andrew really did it. One hell of a job on her.
4: Uh-huh. Yes, he did. Now, if you if you had to pick a top three songs off of it, Jody, what would it be? We know Hipsters number one for you.
1: Hipsters number one for me. Our own world and terrifying. Mm,
4: interesting. Christine, mm. what about you?
5: Oh wow, wow. Uh, I mean, she she's reading over my shoulder. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I although God, I've gotta do a three A, 3A, not a seven A, a three A and add and I gotta give it time. Absolutely. Uh, and our own world. Absolutely. And hipster without a doubt.
1: Well, it, it, and I'll tell you one better. I like the fast version of Mia Magdalena better than the better than the slow one. And it might be because I've heard the slow one so much.
5: But... That's exactly what I'm saying too. I mean I, I when it first came out, I thought, how could anybody like the fast version? The slow version is so beautiful, so poignant, so meaningful. And yesterday, when it was on in my car, I actually skipped the slow version. <laughs> and when the fast version came on, it was refreshing, and I really enjoyed hearing it. So
1: I, I, I get actually, it. I, I skipped through that, and I skipped through Little Girl and Born, whatever that one is. I I've never, they're so boring to me. Like, not not in a bad way. I'm not in a bad way. It's just when you're in your car being all happy, like they're not as as uplifting as the other ones are, so I tend to stick with the faster songs anyway it it's mm. it's not it it's just a personal choice is that at this point in my life, I don't need boring and I don't need slow, and I just I like bopping around in my car, you know
4: now see to me the 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 fast version of me and Magdalena sounds like they should be selling Sunkist or Squirt or something. It's It sounds like a soda commercial to me that was done kind of like the Bare Naked Ladies or something. I could imagine the bare naked ladies singing that version quite easily.
1: Don't encourage it.
4: (laughs) 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 No, I'm I'm all for it because if it turns some people onto the monkeys, it's a good thing. Right? Yeah. So to me, I, I love the balance, the counterbalance of you've got everything from these songs. Like you bring the summer to the original Mia Magdalena to, I know what I know, you know, It, 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 this is a really uh well it it's kind of the thing I love about the first monkeys album. There were songs that were happy, there were songs that there were that were sad. There were songs that were just kind of goofy, right? So it it's very much in the monkeys template, the the whole album is. And when I say the whole album, I'm looking at a 17 track version, right? <laughs> because I'm selfish. I can't I can't throw any of the songs off, but No, yeah. me either, right? Yeah. I feel blessed that we could have this thing, and it was kind of like reaffirming to us as monkeys fans that you weren't forgotten you you know you weren't crazy that this this thing that you loved is still possible, and yeah. who would have ever thought it you know possible and thriving, yeah, and it's great because the good times are not ending, the good times are still going on and uh, you know we've got everything from the F&B uh, live CD that Ian and Glenn are putting out over at 7A. And we've got Andrew Sandoval said when he was on the show the last episode that there's going to be a live CD from the Mike and Mickey concert. That is amazing in itself. Who would have thought that?
1: Yeah, and the F&B one is coming out, too.
4: Yeah. That's
1: right. I'm very excited.
4: Yeah, F&B. That sounds so naughty. But I, but it's easier <laughs> to say than first national band redux. Everybody kind of, that's a tongue, you know.
1: Exactly. Yeah. But we have a lot going on, so people just keep following you, following me. They'll know exactly where to get all the information.
4: Well, do us a favor and let people know where they can find you on all the social networks and where they can get all the information because we only did a – uh, you know, a touch on on what's coming. So if you want all the details, where can people go, Jody?
1: People can come to they can follow me on Facebook at Jody Ritson. I have a couple different pages. One is a personal page, but Jody Ritson or Jody Lynn Ritson um, because I ran out of room for friends. Uh-huh. And I certainly am not a fan page. so I have those two pages. I have a page for Monkey Meet and greets. And I have a website. The website is www.monkeymeetandgreets.com. And if you subscribe on there, try I try like once a week, once every two weeks um, to send a constant contact out so that everybody subscribed, gets first dibs on what we're doing. Excellent.
4: Yes. So get out there, see the monkeys on tour while you can, support the guys, whether it be buying a, the new album from 7a that's coming out from fnb or peter torque's last album there's get out there and support these guys because they've they've given a lot of cool stuff to you
1: and that's the only way they'll continue one is if they know that we still love them
4: right at the very end of our show we always say support what you love yep right christine
1: absolutely it's the only way that it'll keep going yes I'm excited because we may be coming to your town.
4: Again, whether it's at one of Jody's meet and greets or whether it's one of Jody's fan parties or whether it's a zilch party, we're We're just trying to make this fun. We're just trying to make this exciting and relevant to everybody. You know every once in a while you get these people that'll get on a Facebook page and they'll talk down to some fans like you were we were saying earlier about first generation fans, second generation fan, third generation fan. I just call them monkeys fans that's right and there's there's some people that'll like fansplain things to people right (laughs) like let me tell you how it's supposed to be and
1: how it was in my
4: day yeah yeah
1: and and let me explain to you when we all get together there is no age race color nothing we are just all one it doesn't matter what what the demographic is we don't care about that
4: the demographic is monkeys fans
1: that's right and it's all we care about
4: Yep, and, and we you know we, we, we try to let everybody know that everybody is equal and we're all here for a good time. That's right, good times. I understand there's a good time coming on. I can feel it in my bones. That's right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I
5: was but, there and I had one. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs>
5: okay. <laughs>
4: Well, Jody, I want to thank you for popping by Zilch today. Seriously, you're, you're a big part of things. You were an early adopter of Zilch. Back in the day, you saw value in talking to the Schmendrick with a wire that goes out to the Internet. And you came on our show. I think you were on episode six?
1: I don't know, It's been a long time, but yeah. we're all in it together. So thank you so much. I can't wait to see you, Christine. And I know it's going to be exciting. And one of these days I'm going to get to see Ken and just keep doing what you're doing. If we all keep doing it together and working on the same team, we can blow this thing up.
4: That's right. So get your signs out there. You know, in the sixties and the seventies, it was like, Hey man, what's your sign? You can actually just hold it up at the concert, <laughs> right? There you go. All righty. Well, we will see you on the next episode of Zilch and look for Jody who is part of the wonderful Texas Prairie chicken pot. I can't say all that. Neither can I. What is it? Tex- <laughs> te- Texas, Texas Prairie-, Prairie chicken home companion podcast. Yeah. Well, let's play an, an ad from Al and Alan right
3: now.
0: Hi again, fellow monkeys fans. Al Bigley here, also known
3: as Mindrick the Magnificent and your favorite humble mentalist, Alan Araculo Williams.
0: We just wanted to let you know about our new Monkeys podcast called The Texas
3: Prairie Chicken Home Companion. Where well, we reminisce and ruminate along with you guys about our favorite entertainment entity, the Monkeys.
0: Who? Oh, oh, of course, the Monkeys. We talk about anything and everything. Our own personal memories and opinions, watershed moments in the group's history.
3: You'll hear my partner's famous amazing remixes of your favorite Monkey tunes. Who knows what else we can think of depending on whether the brain cells work.
0: That's right. Find us on our Facebook page. Just search for the Texas Prairie Chicken Home Companion.
3: Or go to blockspot.com and search for us there.
0: A monkey's podcast for everyone. The Texas Prairie Chicken Home Companion. Check us out.
4: Well, we will see you on the next episode of Zilch. Be good to one another. Love one another. Bring the summer. Make one another laugh. Just be good. Enjoy good times. Spin it again. We will see you. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thank you.
2: Time coming off, I can feel it in my bones. said a good time coming off. I can tell it won't be long till there's dancing in the streets again. Music everywhere. There'll be people wanting people, yeah. All laughter everywhere.
1: And that's our show. Zilch is an online non-profit monkeys audio fancy made by fans for fans. Any samples of music or interviews heard remain property of their owners. We are not related to the monkeys or any of their members past or present. We are not affiliated with Rhino or Ray Burke. If you hear anything you like from the band, go on Amazon or iTunes and buy it. If you enjoyed the show, like us on Facebook and rate us on iTunes. Thank you for listening. Until next time, I'm your announcer, Chelsea Epstein, saying always take some time to monkey around.